Hi everyone, it's Ray here, City Fan TV, and a uh, special we're doing tonight with Bolt from the Blue, and I've got Mr. Bolt from the Blue himself, Mike, on audio all the way from South Korea. How are you doing, Mike? Doing very well, doing very well. Uh, just just after six o'clock in the morning here, so uh, I'm not using video, but you've got uh, <laughs> the benefit of my lovely voice instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we much rather have the, the voice there. Uh, and we've got <laughs> Bernard, you know Bernard. How are you doing, Bernard? I'm great, mate. I'm, pro I'm probably not as warm as Mike is over there. I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I've got my blanket on my knee and we're, we're all right at the moment. But uh, I had my hood up before, but I thought I'd better take it down. I've got a you know, presentation and all that sort of thing. <laughs> You've got your winter warmers on. Keep your, keep your little bits warm. That's it. That's the way to do it. Guys, we're doing a, a little um, thing for the both channels, for both from the blue. We're going to call it a podlet and for City Fan TV. Do a little uh, 10 or 15 minute chat about... A player that cropped up yesterday when when we were chatting on on my channel that was Samia Nasri and um, and I just thought yeah we, we need to talk a little bit about Samia Nasri because not only was he one of my you can see from the shirt I'm holding a shirt up my Nasri shirt love that uh, one of my favourites at, at City when when he was here he's also uh, you know a big a big there's a big loving uh, for, for Mike because Mike really does like Sami Nasri, so much so he's got a Sami Nasri shirt mounted on the wall uh, at his home. So um, what we're going to do is just have a little brief history about uh, Sami Nasri and what, and then just before he came to City and what he did at City, then I'm going to ask the guys uh, about their thoughts about this wonderful mercurial uh, French talent. I mean, Nasri, he started off um, basically playing for um, his, his, boy, his local club, but he lived just outside Marseille. He, he, I think he joined him Marseille when he was uh, 17 years old. Um, a few seasons there. Obviously, we know his time at Arsenal. He had three uh, three wonderful seasons at Arsenal. I think, well, I think he got a cup there. I uh, don't think he won any league titles. Uh, that that was just past Arsenal's I don't think he got I don't think he got anything at, uh, at I mean, Arsenal. Anything there, right? I don't think so, no. He certainly didn't win a league because Arsenal haven't won the league. No, he didn't, he didn't win a major on at Arsenal, I don't yeah, think. I'll take it back, take it back. But he shone at Arsenal. He shone as a young lad at Arsenal. And in 2011, he came to Manchester City. Now, he's still quite young. He was only 24 years old. And obviously, Arsenal fans, being Arsenal fans, they've hated him ever since. Um, you know, they don't obviously didn't like him moving to a, a bigger club or a more successful club or a club on the up. They thought they were top dogs. Um and uh, you know they, they really had to go at him. They called him a mercenary and, and a lot worse. But it, his career at City proved, um, you know, it, it justified. You know what he won at City justified his reasons for for coming. And a lot of players uh, were criticised around that time, around 2011, 12, 2010 as well. They were criticised as mercenaries. But then you just look what they won in the next three or four years. Uh, you know, they said they were coming to win trophies and all the fans said, no, no, they're all mercenaries. But you look at what they won. I mean, Samir Nasri, if I get this right, Bernard will correct me if I'm wrong, he won the FA Cup. No. Uh, so he joined in 2011. He won. Came <laughs> after, he, I get it right. He won the league with Roberto Mancini, lost the FA Cup <laughs> the following season. Yeah. Uh, under Pellegrini, he won the league title and he won two league cups. So he had um, four trophies at Man City, two leagues. Two league cups. I'll get it right. Uh, I think it might have been one league cup. I'm not too sure. Did he was here in 2016 when Pellegrini won his second league cup? So Pellegrini won a league um, and cup double in 2014, and in 2016 he won the uh, uh, the league cup again. And Nasri was 
still here because that that was the season that uh, Pep joined and Nasri decided to jump ship. So we'll move actually just move on to that that timing. Nasri in 26, uh, 2016 went on loan to Sevilla. And for whatever reason, he didn't want to stay at Man City. And that was like, you know, everybody, I think everybody to a man was shocked that someone you thought was very suited to, to Pep decided to up sticks when he was, you know, at the peak of his career. He was in 2017, he was uh, only 30 years old. In 2016, actually, when Pep came, he's 29. So he's at the peak of his talents. Um, and he decided to jump ship. I'll, I'll move to, I'll ask you, Bernard, why do you think Nasri left, you know, when he was doing so well at City? I think, I think, I honestly think he, he knew what a taskmaster pet was. Uh, I'll be absolutely honest with you. Uh, I did like Sammy Nasri, but uh, I, I think he sort of knew the writing was on the wall. He obviously, uh, he's had a couple of bad injuries, hasn't he, while he'd been, at, been with City. But I, I just I just don't think he fancied Pep's the way of playing. I'm sure he did his own work, uh, obviously, when Pep came in. I'm sure a lot of these players will have a look at a manager coming in. And it was muted for a while, don't forget. It wasn't though he just suddenly appeared from nowhere. We knew Pep was coming in. And I think he did his own work. And I'll be honest with you, I, I love Sammy Nasri. He was a great player. But I just don't think he fancied playing in a Pep team and being asked to perform as Pep would have wanted him to perform. That, that That's my thinking behind it. And uh, uh, at the end of the day, I fully understand if, if he don't think he can quite manage that, he might be interested in a, in a move away. So uh, that's the only reason I can think of. I mean, obviously, Mike might have different views, but that's my thoughts on it. I will, I will say in his last two seasons, it's full seasons at City, he played 24 league games and then... Uh, Pellegrini's last season, he only played 12. So, you know, maybe that's uh, you're referring to, to an injury. He only played 12 times in the league, 13 times in total for City that season. It's hardly anything. Um, Mike, do you have any a different opinion as to why Nasri wanted to move on? Or is it a similar, well, do you have similar thoughts? You, you might remember this, but actually, um, when Pep came in, um, both uh, Nasri and Yaya Toure, they turned up overweight, according yeah. to Pep. And he, he uh, Pep actually isolated them from the uh, the rest of the group, and I and uh, basically told them to start running. And um, Nazri, being a, a sort of a temperamental Frenchman with a very high opinion of himself, uh, didn't like that too much. And he he had a close relationship with uh, uh, Yaya Toure. They were always celebrating together. They had a good uh, relationship all, all, on and off the pitch. And they probably put a few bad ideas in each other's heads um, about Pep. You know, Yaya was no fan of Pep, as we later discovered. <laughs> and I think that um, Nasri was in that uh, with him. So he just, um, he, he probably thought that um, it, it's time to move on. Uh, he wasn't getting regular, uh, you know, uh, game time in the season before. Um, a lot of appearances off the bench and... Um, he probably thought that uh, he would be able to swing a better club than Sevilla, but that's the one that he got, and um, and off he went. Yeah, I mean, he, he managed to play one league game under Pep, and then he left. I mean, a lot of people were surprised that he played any uh, had any game time under Pep, but he played one league game, uh, and then he moved off to to La Liga. I, I, I agree with you, Mike. I mean, I remember he, him being overweight. I don't think it was too much. I don't think it was too much overweight. But if you're a few kilos overweight, you're overweight. And um, I don't know if, if, if it was a little bit more than two or three. And uh, Pep publicised it as well. Pep, <clears throat> Pep uh, didn't need to say that, but he said it uh, in a press 
uh, conference and, and that embarrassed him, I think. Yeah, I think he took he took umbrage at that, um, and 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 off off he went. But look, he, he had a great career at City. I mean, if, uh, with all those trophies, played plenty of plenty of games. One hundred and twenty nine games in the league uh, for City. I think one hundred and seventy six games in total. Scored twenty seven goals. You know, some wonderful strikes. Um, and we, I've just been watching uh, all his goals back on on YouTube. Um, and then he's. I think also. This after Sevilla, he had some personal problems in his life. Um, split up from his girlfriend. He had the doping ban, and uh, suddenly Nasri, he was gone. You know, he he, he did uh, though that season on loan at uh, Sevilla. He played in Turkey uh, for Antalya Spor. Uh, played um, only eight games for them. Played for West Ham. You might not even remember this. Now, when when he came to West Ham in 2018, I thought. You know, he was he was thirty one years old. I thought, come on, Sammy. You know, you know, even though it's not at City, I'd love to see him come back. But he only played five games with them, five or six games, and he was gone. He went to play under Vincent Company uh, during lockdown, uh, 2019-20 season in in Belgium for Anderlecht. Uh, but that um, didn't work out either. So he he left and moved moved on after. You know, he's only played eight games, and last September he retired completely from football. And City put out. Uh, and you know a, a little uh, statement um, um, because obviously he he was part of you know our, our, our early success. Uh, um, you know he didn't win the FA Cup, but he's part of that league uh, uh, title win. He was part of the second league title win, um, and 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 as as City say, he played a key role as Roberto Mancini's men clinched a first Premier League crown with our famously dramatic final day victory over Queen's Park Rangers and scored a crucial goal against West Ham on the last day of the 2013-14 campaign to regain the trophy. Um, what we're going to do, guys, we're going to move on to what you thought he did at City and what he brought and what you liked about him in his uh, five or six years at City. So I'll start with, with, with Mike on this because he, I think he's one of Mike's favourite players. Yeah, he absolutely is. I'm a little bit biased about him, but he was um, uh, in his early uh, time at Marseille. He was getting comparisons with um, a young Zidane, mm. and it was easy to see why. Uh, he's a basically a twinkle-toed um, attacking midfielder with preference for the left. He's got a great range of passing, long and short, and he's got that massive thousand watt smile i loved his goal <laughs> celebrations as well he did the airplane arms and uh, the, the he would do shadow backs boxing with the corner flag yeah. and everything um he wound up opposition supporters and uh, that's another reason why i liked him a lot there's a french word en soucion which means uh, cheeky and uh, that's 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 <laughs> what it, what he what he is what he was and um he was uh, with us at a very, very good time, and he contributed uh, greatly to our early success, as you said. And um, I, I, he, he just lit up the place basically, and uh, he made great goals for others, scored great goals himself, and um, fantastic, fantastic memories with him. I've got, as I, as I said, um, people always uh, have a go at me of, by saying, of all the city players you could choose as your favourite. You choose Nazari. I liked everything about him. I liked his name. I liked his. Uh, he's got. He had a lovely little shimmy of the hips whenever he was. Um, uh, he was approached by opposition defenders. He seemed to enjoy making mugs out of people, and he was good at it. So I, I really liked that. Okay, we'll move on from from Mike's man love for Sami and Nazari. Go on to Bernard. What what were your 
I mean, it's not too long ago. So what were your re uh, recollections of uh, Sami and Nasri's time at Man City? Well, I think it was a point of when we, we realised City really meant it. I mean, let's face it, Arsenal at that time were, were our rivals. Obviously, they're not particularly now. But then, obviously, it was a big thing, wasn't it, guys, to, to get Sami Nasri joining us? It was a move in the right direction. It wasn't those, one of those marquee buys. It was just a, a guy you thought had a, a good future and would help uh, City progress from being FA Cup winners uh, to league winners. And that's what, amidst the other players, that's what he did. And, I mean, uh, I've got a couple of low with him we, we could talk about but just look a couple of the highs one of the best highs was probably when he joined uh, City he actually wound up not not just not just by actually joining us wound, wound up the Arsenal fans but he actually he actually was quoted as saying that uh, the City supporters are really passionate and reminds me of playing for Marseille the Frenchman infused and he went on to say Arsenal have good fans but they are not the passionate fans uh, since they moved from the Highbury to the Emirates. So he already wound the Arsenal fans up by leaving them. Then he, he said the City fans were much better. So he'll do for me. And obviously, as a City fan, you're going you're gonna to lap that up, aren't you guys? Let's be honest about it. And I mean, obviously, I think he had a great game in his debut. I think it was a 5-1 win at Spurs in the sunshine. If you remember that, I think he did three assists in that game. But, that you know, just as a doubt... Is that the one Edin Dzeko scored four goals? Yeah, yeah, I think that was the game. Yeah, I, think that, I remember it being very sunny. I was, I was in a pub. I wasn't there. I was in a pub in uh, in Altrincham with uh, a few Reds around me. That, that was a good. That was a good day because we knew something was happening. We knew we knew this could be our season for for getting that Premier League title. He did have his low points. Uh, don't forget. I mean, obviously. Don't want to go too much into that. Obviously, I hated him in December 2012 when he turned his, his sort of chickened out of blocking a Robin Van Persie winning goal for United in the Manchester Derby. I think a lot of City fans yeah. fell out with him, but he got he got back in the good books. And even Mancini uh, himself, I've got a little quote that he he did on uh, in March 2013. Uh, he had a man of the match performance in a 4-0 win against Newcastle. Mancini just said he would uh, would like to give Nasri a punch due to his inconsistent form. And I think that's how I felt about Nasri. I loved him to bits, but he didn't uh, didn't half annoy me sometimes. But what a player on the day. And he, he certainly, as you've said there, Ray, uh, contributed to two league titles. And I've just checked, he didn't play in that 2016 League Cup finally, so he, he, doesn't, he didn't get a medal for that. Uh, he's only got the one League Cup winners medal but uh, yeah he certainly contributed to those two and as I said I think you've said there the last couple of seasons he wasn't quite at it with injuries and stuff but uh, he was certainly part of that big transformation for us yeah uh, I want to ask you guys about your if it's possible at like the 27 goals he scored for City if you've got one particular favourite so I'll start with Mike um, well, maybe I've bagged the one that most people would think of and associate, <laughs> associate him uh, with first. And that was, of course, the League Cup um, final at Wembley against uh, Sunderland, which is much more uh, noted for the amazing goal of Yaya Toure, that fantastic goal um, that he scored. But um, the Nazari one um, really competes with that because he struck it so sweetly with the outside of the foot. And it was a very instinctive one. And normally when the ball comes to you that quickly, you don't really have time to think about it. But his uh, reaction wasn't a toe poke. I mean, it was really, really magnificently uh, curled into the goal, low into the goal. And um, I've ne I haven't seen a goal like that. I mean, that, that, that did it for me. I wanted to see him start every game after that. Um, didn't turn out to be the case, but um, it's the kind of goal that you would have you'd you'd love to score yourself if you if you were in a, a cup final of any kind. So that would be my my choice. 
I think technically it was just an amazing strike. Technically, it was just wonderful. You know, if, if Yaya's was uh, outrageous and audacious, Nasri's was was technical brilliance. Uh, Bernard, do you have a, a favourite goal from Sami Nasri? Well, I'm going to go back to his first season. I mean, obviously, it was an iconic season for us, wasn't it? Uh, there was 10 games left in the season. It was 20, 21st of March, 11-12 season. Uh, we sat second to those those guys above us. And it's one of, it, wasn't, it, was a, it was a great goal, but it was just the pressure of the occasion as well. He even did a Sergio Aguero moment by whipping his shirt off and running over to the corner flag. In the same corner flag, the same area that Sergio would do uh, a few games later. And it was obviously, um, it was a game against, Chelsea, so it was a big game. Chelsea was were up in the top six. Uh, Tevez, it was his uh, just come on as substitute in that game after all that long length of time where he didn't play for us because of all the trouble we were having. So obviously it was the return of Tevez. He was emotionally emotionally charged. You just have to look at some highlights now and remember back to that that night. It was similar, if you like, to games against Leicester when Vinny scored that goal where the emotions were running high and, and he, he took the lead. He took the lead, Chelsea, with a deflected Cahill shot. And uh, Sergio brought it back to 1-1 with a penalty. And it was getting late. It was in, into the 85th minute. And it was himself, Tevez himself, who actually just passed it onto, onto Nazri on the edge of the box. He just run a little bit into the box and the keeper came. And he just, rather than blast it or anything like that, he just calmly dinked the keeper. And then he, he ran towards the corner flag and whipped his shirt off and waved it around like, like, like Sergio would do literally a couple of months later. Uh, and uh, that, that was something special. Yeah, I think the the one I'm I'm gonna uh, talk about is the United one. That's one, one another special one, and, and I, I I'm have not got the same sort of memories as, as Bernard, who can t- talk about all this that happened in the game. But if I, I've got to try and remember correctly, I think we were were we four nil up at half time, three either three or four nil up at half time. It was the fourth goal that we, um, we scored. And, it's three uh, nil at half time. I think it's three nil at half time. Just after half time, I remember having my yeah. my lad. Uh, I think my eldest lad there. And in those days, all, all my kids, when I took them to games, they were just used to City spanking the opposition. I, I mean, my kids were really young. It was probably twenty fourteen, I guess, around that time. Um, Thirteen. It was the fifth, fifth home game of the season. Uh, oh, Ray. It was the twenty thirteen fourteen <laughs> season. So my my lad would have been about five five or six years old, and all he'd known. In terms of going to City, uh, was City spanking teams, and that was the day we spanked Man United. I think we beat them four-one because um, we then just took our foot off the gas after Nasri scored. But you know we were already winning three 0 early in the second half, two or three minutes in, and the uh, cross came in, and I can't remember two players were you know jostling for it in the box, but it went over them because they were like kind of fighting each other, and out of nowhere Nasri was just waiting there, and he volleyed it. Was it Van der Sar in goal, and he just volleyed it past him. And you could just, you know, you could obviously see his emotion again. I don't know if he went to the corner flag and sat punching it or whatever, but the emotion and Van der Sar was crestfallen. Yeah, that's it, the punching motion. And Van der Sar was lying on the floor in a heap, crestfallen, because, you know, he had no chance of really stopping that unless it had been hit directly at him. It was just too much timing and, and the timing gave the power. And it was just another great goal. It was great that it was against United. Uh, and it's the only one I could think of after you guys nicked. And, and the thing is, Ray, is he also the other three goals. He either pre-assisted or assisted yeah. them. So he's actually involved in all in all four goals, scoring one and pre-assisting or assisting the other uh, what the other three. Yeah, he, he was just a fantastic talent. And the fa- the final point I, I want to discuss with you guys is if he'd stuck it out at City, if he was prepared to put 
the working necessary. And let's say a peak primetime Nasri, how would he have fared in this side? Do you think he'd have got in? And how would he have contributed to City? I'll start with Mike. Um, I would have loved to have seen that happen. But I, I would have to say that he was up against some pretty stiff competition because I think that, uh, that David Silva was coming into his prime, wasn't he? Hmm. And, uh, you know, Samir liked to play central or, or left. Uh, basically, the kind of positions that David Silva excelled in. So I st- if he had stayed, I think he still would have been, um, he wouldn't have been um, a regular. I think he would have got similar appearances to the season before he left. He would be coming off the bench. He'd have been doing great things because he combined very well with the rest of City's midfield. This was a great side. You know, when you had Tevez, you had Silva, you had Yaya Turi. Um, so I, I don't think he would have been, you know, sort of a metronomic regular. And I think he would have been give, giving David Silva a rest. Um, some somewhere in the second half. Oh, I thought you, I thought you might have been a bit, bit stronger on uh, on on Nasri there. <laughs> what, what do you think? Would would could not Nasri have cut it in this current city side? Well, I think it was with Nasri. I think uh, say so you mentioned the word temperament early on, didn't you? I think he's one of these guys who wants to be to be the guy. He wants to be very important to the team. And even even in the 2011-12 to 2016 time he was there, he was, he was there, he was key to the team, but he wasn't always the important guy. He was looked over, wasn't he? He was always four, mm. fifth, sixth down the pecking order, whether it's Mancini or Pellegrini. He wasn't the man. He wasn't the man. And I think at the end of the day, uh, certainly in a pep setup, uh, obviously he probably would have liked it even less than he, he did, obviously in that City setup at the time, which was finding its feet, winning things successfully. But I, I don't think uh, psychologically, mentally, and he had the temperament perhaps to to now come in and do a job as uh, or if Pep had asked him to come and say he was say he was you know he was only say twenty I think he was twenty four when he came to City or yeah. something like that. Pep could have moulded him, of course, if he come to City at twenty four, for instance. Uh, Pep might have moulded him, but I think at the end of the day, I think his temperament, which we've seen after he left City as well, uh, we saw plenty of uh, problems with Nasri once he left City. I, I don't think it would have quite worked. He was brilliant, brilliant on his day, but I just don't think he would have had that that level to to do it, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I differ. I'm going to put a different uh, viewpoint. I, but I agree, but I differ as well. I think if he could have kept his ego in check, you know, if he could have controlled his ego, um, put the work in that pet had asked him to do, not taking it so personally uh, the, as an insult, you know, look, mate, you're, you're a few kilograms overweight. You're a few kilograms overweight. You've all got a set target to come, a weight to come back, and you weren't at it. If he could have controlled his, like you say, the temp- his temperament, his emotions, his mentality, I-, I don't see why he couldn't have made it at City. You know, um, okay, you know when he's, I think probably when he, now he'd be what thirty four, he, he wouldn't be there uh, at this stage. But I think when he was there, yes, he had competition from David Silva, but you know you could have put David Silva as your attacking midfielder, which is what he was, and put Samir out wide. You know, right now. If Samir Nasri was at his peak 28, 29 right now, I think he gets in this city side. You know, if you're looking at, I'm looking at Jack Grealish, I don't think he's hit hit it yet. I, I, I see Samir Nasri as a, a, a big improvement uh, for, for uh, on the left. So it's, it's just, he was unable to control himself. He was unable to be humble enough 
You, you, you prefer that central position. So, I mean, you talk, could, could have talked to False Nine, perhaps. I don't know, obviously, with Pep. Because he, he did prefer to, he, he played on the wing, as Mike said before. Yeah. He, he did play on the wing, but I think he always wanted to play more central. And I'm yeah. sure Pep would have given him that and asked him to do other things. But, uh, you, know, the, you know, obviously, we've got another guy there now who I think Pep wants to play more central, but he's got a little bit more experience to get yet before he does yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I just think he had... If he was here now, I think he'd be playing. If he could mm-hmm. control the demons and the issues and the ego, I think he'd, he'd be getting enough starts to, to be happy playing at City because yeah. he definitely had the technical ability, uh, you know, the skill and, and you know, uh, he's a great dribbler, gr- uh, he had a good shot on him. He had the, that control as well. You know, we, when you look at some of his goals that he scored, he's there dinking it over the keeper. He's not just hitting and hoping it. You know, hoping it goes in like some of the players these days. He's he's looking to score, and he's got that deft touch and the pass and the weight of pass. He was just a, an amazing player, and, and I just think you know, people call it. We've gone away from the word tippy tappy. That tippy tappy stuff City do. Nasri was a master of it, and you know, him and D- David Silva could just be passing the ball for hours, and the opposition would be struggling to get it off them. So I th- I I think he could have made it, but he he would have had to work hard. Like everybody does at City, they have to work hard, otherwise they won't they won't make it. But that's, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's another thing that should be said. Um, really, was um, his uh, his 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 career for the French national team looked really really promising at one stage yeah. under Dominic. But as soon as um, Deschamps came in, I mean Deschamps r- runs up, uh, r- you know, uh, falls out with a lot of players, and. Um, uh, and I guess his girlfriend coming out and slagging off um, um, Deschamps in, in the press uh, didn't re- didn't really help his cause. But he should have played a lot more times for France, I think. Yeah, um, he only played 41 times for France. His last appearance was in 2013, you know, when he was a really good player. You, you'd expect him to carry on. In 2013, he was, what, 26 or 27, 26 years old? In 2013, yeah, yeah. so you know, and he was still playing well for City. So it's a real, you know, he's a, he's a. I think to summarise, I think he's a great player, wonderful talent. Uh, you know, as Mike says, a lovely smile, uh, but he had issues both on and off the pitch, uh, which probably held him back um, from achieving even more in his career. Guys, thanks so much uh, for coming on and having a chat about uh, wonderful talent that uh, that was Sami Nasri especially his time at City. I've got to say a big thank you to uh, Mike first for coming on all the way from South Korea at 6am in the morning. Yeah, come up to me, Thank you, guys. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I hope That's it's clean, clean, Mike. I hope we don't have to get the sensor right for that. Uh, <laughs> and Bernard, uh, can you speak in English, please? That's the only language I understand. Yeah, so all the way from sunny Altrincham. It's been a pleasure, mate. Oh, cheers. Thanks, guys. And as we see on my channel, uh, see around blues. And as we see on the ball from the blue, we say... Up the blues. Have one on us and up those blues.